Hello and welcome to the latest episode of That Weekly Penenka Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Whiting, and on today's episode, I am joined by Lucas Letour, better known as the Brazilian Canary. Lucas is a Norwich City fan from Rio de Janeiro, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how somebody from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, became a fan of the yellow team from Norfolk. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and I'll be back with you in just a moment. Hello and welcome back. I'm now joined with Lucas Latour, also known as the Brazilian Canary. How are you today, Lucas? Hello, Daniel. I'm fine. Thank you for inviting me. It's an honor to be here. And how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm very, very, very well. Obviously, a little bit disappointed about Norwich's result today. Um, But I think we gave it a good go and I think we were unlucky. Yeah, sometimes we can get enough because uh, Norwich has been so unlucky this season. Many times we work hard, we create chances, but we cannot uh, take the opportunity. And then I think Destiny comes back and just take us the three points. was really, really hurtful, this, this one. Yeah, in, in such a late fashion as well with Harry Maguire's goal, it, it did take its toll. <laughs> um, I, had a, I had a few whiskeys to drown my sorrows after that went in. <laughs> And to be honest, I, I was thinking about that today because it was hard. But uh, I, funny thing, because I needed to go to a, a, a bed with my dog after the game. So I was so pissed. I, oh my God, I need to, to take myself in because uh, I will not handle it. Because I was just thinking about the game. And when I arrived at the bed, what I saw, a couple of canaries in the, <laughs> in the in the little little thing that I, the little stick, you know that that, yeah. that being on. So, oh my God, that's the reference that I need. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you haven't guessed already, Lucas is indeed uh, a Norwich City fan. So, Lucas, how did you how did you become a Norwich City fan, being from Rio de Janeiro? So, um, everything started with Man United because I, my first game uh, that I was watching on TV was Norwich against Man United at Carroll Road 2005. Dean National and Bill McKenzie scored that day. And I was just a kid, I think I was 10, 8, 10, 8 years old. Uh, and then I was watching TV. I really don't know the name of Norwich, but two things. Um, take my attention. The first one was because the fans, they are so loud in that, they were so loud in that game. And that really remembers me uh, when I was in the stadium supporting my local team, Flamengo. So when when the second goal happened, people almost was in the field to celebrate with the the players. And that for me was a, a thing like, that's football for me. And the second thing that I love uh, about Norwich, without knowing Norwich, 
was because in the badge we have a canary and uh it's a funny thing because i do not say that much this part of my my story with norwich because it's so a specific thing and uh my my grandfather he helped some uh bird species uh to to get back uh, healthy and sometimes go back to nature and one of these species are canaries here in brazil the canary in the norwich badge is called belgian canary okay. so uh these species i have one in my home yeah my this one uh, is so hard to, to put back on nature this this uh these birds uh because uh they they do not get usual to nature when they they were uh, were hurt or something like that so okay anyway uh this these two things uh, makes me think about norwich and how how lovely it was and then some years later in 2009 uh i was just playing fifa with norwich during these years uh until 2009 and then with a better internet i was searching about the club and then water for other that i didn't know the name until that day because i put in google little canary fc <laughs> everything about norwich and then everything started and when i realized norwich was in the third tier in the third division of england league one i was oh my god what happened <laughs> what did i miss yeah to yeah. nine you would have you would have resumed your kind of love for norwich at quite possibly the worst time in our recent history um yeah but i think for me was were the turning point because when i saw that i was really superstitious when i was uh younger and i think okay i will create a, a, a social media about norwich and norwich brazil uh i will create stuff like norwich city fc br because it's just the same name of the 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 club norwich city fc but with br and then and i uh, will start everything and because of that the club will come back to premier well <laughs> i can't say that i am a magician or or thing like that but norwich come back to premier league two season two seasons after it and uh, in 2011 because of that the this uh, love of norwich and uh, supporting on the internet and trying to know more the, about the club the fans and learn english to be more closer with uh, norwich fans the club finds me for the first time uh in, back in the day it was johnny mclally uh, and uh johnny lally david mcnally and johnny lally Uh, who who was the the first people to talk with me and Johnny Larry was in the communication of Norwich he sent me a bunch of uh signed uh, programs about uh, I think with was uh with Grant Holt in the Premier League already uh Hulahan Rudy and uh after that things with me and Norwich was getting more closer and closer uh mainly with the global canaries that is a thing that I really uh, uh, I'm really grateful that Norwich really take a look for the fans around the world because it's not so common it's a really specific thing that I really love about Norwich 
the club really cares about, about us. The, the club is definitely a family club and it's kind of always got that together feel. Um, you know, it, no matter where you're from, you know, or, or who you are, you're always welcome at Norwich and that is a, a really nice thing. And the, the fact that you said that back in, was it 2013 that they reached out to you um, and gave you the programmes? and um, 2011, sorry. Um, the, the fact that they went off their own back and did that kind of shows how much Norwich really cares. You said about the Manchester United game. I actually did a little bit of research about this game. You said that Dean Ashton and Mackenzie scored. Um, it was April 2005. And this is one of my personal favourite Norwich City games as well. Because this was when I was first becoming a fan. And you look at the, the team Manchester United fielded, it was really strong as well. So just some of the, the starting lineup for them was Tim Howard, Gary Neville, Rio Ferdinand, Mikel Silvestra, Gabriel Hines, Cleverson, uh, Ruud van Nistelrooy came off the bench, Paul Scholes, Phil Neville, Mark Antoine Fortunet, um, Wayne Rooney came off the bench, Louis Sahar, um, Ronaldo came off the bench Smith and the two unused substitutes were Roy Carroll and John O'Shea so for a first game for you to stumble upon think, all of those names from Manchester United for if, do you think if Norwich didn't win that game that you still would have that connection with the club or, or do you think it is literally due to the fact that when those goals went in, you, you felt that connection and you saw the badge and you, you put those links together with your, your, your grandparents. Do you think if that, that game went a different way that it, it would be a different story for yourself? To be honest, sometimes I think uh, this, my relationship, relationship with Norwich is something like was meant to be. Because everything connects in a way that I can't explain sometimes. But I think if Norwich lose or draw that match, I think was the, the feeling will be the same. Uh, maybe if Norwich do not score there, I will never know how how feel how to feel a Norwich fan, how to feel uh, the atmosphere of Carroll Road. Uh, I think because of the, the goals there, the goals were the turning point for me. Yeah, you know, we can lose that game, but. If we didn't score, I think I never have uh, seen the the really way to support Norwich. Because I, I was going to say, in Rio de Janeiro, you've got four football teams, Botafogo, Flamingo, Fluminense and Vasco da Gama. Um, uh, when, when I kind of stumbled upon you as obviously the Brazilian Canary, I'm like, you've got a lot of choice here in Rio. <laughs> That's... Uh, a bizarre choice to go for Norwich and kind of that be your figurehead club because I know a lot of people have those kind of secondary teams. Mine, myself, one of them is Dortmund. Um, obviously, the Norwich connections with Fark and Zimmerman has kind of um, made that more prominent in my life, the kind of supporting of Dortmund. Um, but you, you certainly had some good, iconic Brazilian teams to pick from as well in Brazil. Yeah, what's happened? Uh, after, I mean, before I know Norwich, I always was only a Flamengo fan. And other 
extremely curiosity that I have. The badge of Flamengo and the badge of Norwich have the same shape, if you look. Uh, and Flamengo mascot is also a bird. Yeah. That I can <laughs> I don't know the name in English, sorry. <laughs> but uh, there is two things uh, that I like to say. In, in Brazil, when I was a kid, I tried to be a goalkeeper. Okay. So, but I stopped to, to grow and it, it didn't help me. And I played for Flamengo during uh, the most part of my childhood. And uh, I still love Flamengo, I still support Flamengo, I go at Maracanã because it's so difficult. You cannot go in the stadium. I cannot go at Car Road every Sunday, every Saturday. So, I still uh, can uh, need to have my local team here. And also Flamengo was uh, uh, my childhood team also. So I think it's normal. But recently, uh, in, in the last years, uh, I was thinking about Norwich in the way like, um, I can love Flamengo. I can look like, uh, looks, uh, look at the, the table and see uh, Flamengo history, uh, every moment that I uh, live with Flamengo. But Flamengo never sent me a message like, hey, Lucas, would you like uh, visitors here? Norwich did it. Uh, Norwich, uh, since I, I, I turned it in a, in a firm, Norwich was always with me, always uh, looking for me. And I'm so grateful for that. Because I never will saw, I, I never will see other clubs doing that. I'm, I'm really confident that is a Norwich thing. And uh, when I was in, in England, uh, one friend uh, said to me, Hey, Lucas, if Flamengo and Norwich comes in a World Club final, which team you choose? And I say, Norwich. That's how it up. Yeah. That, that, because, that's what I love to hear. <laughs> because Norwich did for me what Flamengo never did before. You know, Flamengo win the Libertadores next year. I celebrate last year. I mean, I celebrate a lot. I was with my friends celebrating, take some beers and etc. But in the World Club final, if it was Norwich in the place of Liverpool, a hundred percent I will support Norwich there. And by the way, Flamengo already has one uh, World Club final in 81, uh, when is the other name for this competition uh, before FIFA. So, Norse deserves more for, from me. Norse deserves more from me, uh, this support than Flamengo if we put these two clubs together and make an, uh, 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 a really close look for it, these both clubs and say, well, who deserves more Norwich? So, Obviously, you, you said about being a Flamengo fan and a Norwich fan. Um, are your family football fans? Well, my, my father uh, never likes football. Uh, he, he always uh, helped me a lot to, to try to be a, a player. He always uh, brings me to the place and etc. But he was not a football man, you know, uh, was not his thing. My mother, uh, he... She supports Flamengo uh, because uh, 
she, she was from other states. She was from Minas. And when she arrived in Rio de Janeiro, Flamengo was in a great moment. Uh, Flamengo was uh, making his centenary. So every, everything, every atmosphere in Brazil was about Flamengo. And also Flamengo has the, 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 the biggest uh, fans in the, in the world in this scale. I don't know how, how they calculate that, but, but uh, anyway. So these two, uh, these two things uh, I can say about my, my mom and my dad, but the real, the real one that makes uh, me like football was my grandfather because he, he supports Vasco da Gama, the greatest rival of Flamengo. And in my first memory of football is in one, uh, uh, let me think, was in 99, when Flamengo was uh, facing Vasco da Gama at a local state uh, cup, in Rio de Janeiro cup, uh, and Flamengo wins, uh, in the last minute with uh, a, a free kick goal. And because of that, I, I was supporting Flamengo just to make a, a rival for my <laughs> father. And Flamengo has Romário in that day. So I, I know Romário is a, a great icon in Brazil football. And I was, he's, a, he's an icon around the world. Every, yeah. You know, loads of football fans know of the name Romário. He's... I, I yeah. see shirts on websites with, with Romario on. He's yeah. uh, an, an, a global icon. He's kind of the step before R9. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, we, we, Brazil, uh, have a sequence of great strikers uh, Romario, Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, and the list goes on. Rivaldo. Yeah, Rivaldo. Sometimes we, we, we go in the discussion here in Brazil uh, in 2002 World Cup, who was better, Ronaldo or Rivaldo? Because Ronaldo made the goals, but without Rivaldo, Ronaldo will not do that goal. So sometimes we, we feel that Rivaldo needs more love than Ronaldo because of that. It's quite similar to Pukki and Stiefelman last season. <laughs> Stiefelman... Yeah. Stiefelman yeah. created the goals for Pookie, didn't he? When, yeah. when when you think about it, very you know, not not quite the same level that comparison in R nine and Pookie, but um, if, if Pookie makes the Ronaldo haircut, um, <laughs> makes him better. Imagine that Pookie with this little. Well, Richarlison did it, didn't he? Did Did you see Richarlison did the uh, Ronaldo? Haircut, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think I think we might have to suggest that to Timu. It oh, might... I really love to see that. <laughs> so when when you mentioned um, Norwich to your parents, what was their reaction? How how did they kind of react to you going? There's this club in England that I'm now in love with, and that one I'm gonna travel across the world to go and see. So. At the first moment, uh, when I was just a kid doing my thing about Norwich, uh, they really didn't care, but not in a negative way. You know, they just ah, let him do his stuff. They didn't know about Norwich or football in England at all. And uh, sometimes I just keep it short. Oh, it's a football club in England that I love and uh, support in Brazil, etc., etc. 
and they they just like it. Oh, great! You are learning English about that from that, and uh, you are uh, making good contact. Contact um, looks good. Keep it going. Okay. Uh, but in 2018, I was more confident with my English, and I was starting to save money. And when I say saving money, uh, it was really planned because to go to England, being a Brazilian, is really difficult because your conversion of the money is three times more than ours. So it's really, really hard to make it happen. And I always start to say, Mom, Dad, I will go to Norwich. I'm, I'm, I'm letting you know I will go to Norwich. And I start to say, Oh, okay, okay, okay. When it got closer in the in January of 2019, I just arrived at home after my my work and say, I bought the tickets. I will go to Norwich. And they they said, I are you really sure about that? How you do that? You never uh, go in a plane before. You know someone there. How you to be able to do? So they start to be worried about, and I say, don't worry, it will be fine. Uh, okay, I can't say it was meant to be for my dad and my mom because they say, oh, okay, and what is the scientific proof about that? But I, I take uh, uh, a moment to, to make a conversation with them to say, hey, do not need to worry. People that are great, they, they will uh, look for me they will help me with things. Uh, I'm really sure that Norwich people are great. And they have been so great uh, this time with me uh, just for internet. Why not when I was in, in, in person? So people send gifts from our way to Brazil because I was not able to buy a shirt. And this is so, so uh, lovely to do because I, I was I was always so impressed impressed about because people do not know me in person. Normally, you do that for a friend that you know in person, not on the internet. And so, a really nice thing about that is strangers sending you stuff. I know how people are over here, um, and or that generosity sometimes isn't there. So for not only you said the football club, but I, I'm looking behind you now and um, for obviously listeners um, can't, can't see this, but Lucas has literally, his room is, is covered in Norwich City stuff. He's sitting in front of me. He's got a, he's got a Norwich City shirt on a vintage one. He's got a Norwich City. Is that another shirt over the top of the chair? Yeah. And um, there's two scarves. There's a flag. You, this isn't like a a second team or or just like a, a team that he likes. This is a, a true love of a of a team and of a city. Um, so when when you landed in Norwich and when you got to Norwich, what what was your first impressions? Because Rio de Janeiro and Norwich are two completely different places just in culture in just everything how what was your first impressions and, and how did you feel first thing was oh that's how cold feel because here in brazil <laughs> it's hot in any time of the, the clock 
you you need to know that. But uh, talking seriously, my first thought was, oh my, I look up, I have this recorded, Neo recorded. I didn't know that he was recording it and uh, he recorded. And uh, I was looking up to the car road, uh, North City Football Club and the badge there. And I was just looking up saying, oh my God, I made it. I'm here, I'm here. And then I start screaming, I'm here, finally I'm here. And they recorded it. I can, I can send you the link after yeah. chat, our chat. Just overcome with joy. When you first saw the stadium, you, obviously you just said that you were, you're here and you're, you're so happy. How does the stadium compare to stadiums in South America? To be honest, uh, be, because of the, the new Maracanã, the new stadiums here for the World Cup and other things, it take a little bit of the soul of the stadium. I don't know if you will get that. Because they, they transform the stadium, but keep the, the cover, you know. Too and, shiny, too polished. It's like Tottenham's new stadium. It's yes. kind of lost the character and lost what... Obviously, it's a, it's a great thing to look at. It's a brilliant facility. But those memories aren't going to be the same because it it just doesn't... it I. I guess it has that more commercial feel now instead of a, I don't know, like a, a nice, relaxed, kind of comforting feel. It doesn't feel like a business. It feels like a, a place of like passion. Like, yeah, it feels, it feels like a home theater. Something like yeah. That. Uh, I don't want to go to cinema to watch my club, you know. Uh, and sometimes it feels like that. And uh, the problem for me is not make uh, the stadium modern. The problem is you do not make the stadium possible to everyone goes there like it was before. Because here in Brazil, for example, uh, poor people shout more, helps more the club to play. They chant, they, they do what they need to do. They, bring flags, they, they bring uh, instruments for, for the, the match. Others, uh, I do not uh, want to say, hey, for your support, you need to do, do this and that. No, never. Uh, everyone has your way to support. But it really makes the difference because the stadium got more quiet. Flamengo not like that because Flamengo is, uh, has so many people. So it's almost impossible to make this, uh, this stadium quiet, but some clubs are facing that here in Brazil. But Norwich, when I, when I was at Carrollwood, was totally different. It was an atmosphere really, really uh, great. We will we, we feel that you are together in the same voice and louder voice, I mean, because people that really, really sing out and loud because uh, these things, when I saw in Brazil, here in Brazil, uh, Norwich putting the flags, uh, making the atmos atmosphere around Carol great, I was thinking how it will be there. Because some, some, some clubs in England, like Manchester United, for example, we, here in Brazil, the media says 
is a a a a feeder funds. They just applause. Yeah. And it's I don't know. It will drive me crazy if I was in the stadium that people only make applause. Because football is about you being the 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 twelve player there. You know. Uh, One of the nice things about Norwich is that it's although the whole of football now is about money, but yeah. when you're when you're at Norwich, it doesn't feel like it. You're you're in there and you're kind of it's it's a small compact ground, but it's just so comfortable that you yeah. it takes you away from whatever troubles you may have in life. And you just, you've got those 90 minutes. It's a whole day. It, it, it's an experience going to a game. And obviously other clubs will argue that they have the best fans and, you know, they yeah, have yeah. the best atmospheres. But there is just something really special about being at Carroll Road on a match day. It's a therapy. <laughs> it is. It definitely is. Um, and it's one that I miss so much. Um, obviously, we're, we're going through COVID at the moment. Being in Brazil, for you, unfortunately, it's one of the worst hit countries. Yes. Um, it stopped all football over here apart from professional. Obviously, it took a, it took a little break. Um, how, how has it affected your life? You, you mentioned that you used to play in golf for Flamingo. Um, and did was that something that you continued doing, playing football on a on a local small or local level um, that has now stopped, or kind of what what effect has that had on you? Well, here in Brazil, we didn't have that organization for lower levels or uh, amateur leagues and things like that. We didn't have that. I wish we had. Uh, so you don't you don't have like any grassroots football, so. You, we have, but it's not organized like a league, you know. Oh, it's really? just uh, some matches here and there. You uh, maybe uh, got in the in the eyes of a scout, and then you know uh, I, I'm just uh, playing in the garden of uh, X place, and then maybe will be a Flamengo and Botafogo scouts there. And they have a chance to look at me to come in for the club, or uh, we have the, the the state lower levels. That's not amateur, but uh, professional. But with not uh, TV looking at um, uh, less investment um, here in Brazil, not only in, in football, but in many things about uh, public stru structures, um, we lack of it. When I was in England, looking around in Norwich, mainly, uh, we you have gardens, uh, free free fields to walk around, play football, or just make a picnic over there, and you uh, can be your if your family here in Brazil for you do something like that, or really needs to have a, a specific place that will be problem problem. Uh, that will be probably uh, far from your home. You need a car to be there or take one or two trans public transports. 
if there is no place like that, you probably need to pay to be in one of these places. And the public ones, if you have um, in your local area, probably is not taking care of the, the government. It's just uh, if abandoned things, um, trash everywhere, you know. Unfortunately, here uh, in Brazil, we have these problems. Um, we are known globally for our corruption, unfortunately. So when I was in Orange watching this, uh, these little things like a field, open field, I was just with my eyes shining. Oh my God, it, it exists. It's like in the movies, you know? Yeah. So it's a little thing that I love to see that I, makes me miss oh how great should be having something like that in brazil it's yeah it's just not there um and we we are extremely fortunate it's like bef before the whole lockdown because we're, we're under full lockdown here um pretty much it's now starting to get lifted but i would play football five four five times a week i would um and having that kind of taken away has affected my life a lot. I would play on a, normally I'd play on a Sunday. So I'd play for a, a little village called Sal house. Um, I'd play 11 aside or attempt to play. <laughs> and then uh, when, when I wasn't working at the grounds and if I didn't have kind of a game on the Sunday, I'd play for a, another little village team called Erpingham and uh, just training midweek on, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, that kind of being, <laughs> being taken away from me has affected me quite a lot um so when when you say that you kind of don't have that that kind of freedom without paying or or even just going and having a kickabout in the park somewhere you know that for my, myself personally that makes me feel extremely fortunate it's it's kind of it's times like these with, with the virus that it puts a lot of stuff in perspective yes we start to think about things and uh, how great things was uh, where we, before this happened, and it's you value more things uh, that you have. Uh, well, a little thing like go to in a pub with your friends. I miss that so much here in Brazil because uh, you know uh, here in Brazil we still have uh, the virus going. Uh, going hard and uh, we have a lot of death because of that of course also we have people that do not respect the laws of the the quarantine we have a bunch of people uh, do not respecting it in rio janeiro also because we have a lot of beaches so people see the sun oh let's go to the beach and we can uh, make uh it's by force people need to have their minds on on the things like hey if i'm not taking care of myself i can uh take the virus and not and have nothing because some people have the virus and not manifest anything in the in the body but the people that sometimes got it can pass it on for other people that probably will have problems with the virus and it's it's about not being selfish sometimes yeah and uh, it's a thing that uh, we can 
teach to people. You just have to wait and, and hope that people will, will respect. Yeah, it, it takes time. Um, so let's kind of move it a little bit back now towards you coming to Norwich. So 2019, last year, you land in Norwich. You get to see your first Norwich game. You're, you're brought in by the club. You're, you're on the pitch. Um, you're interviewed by Sky Sports, um, which I, I watched the interview before before we had this call. And how did that all come about? And and did you meet any of the players? How how was that day as a whole for you? It'll be a long story <laughs> <laughs> because that day after my little tour around the city, um, Neo say me, Lucas, we need to go now to Car Road. It was about 1 p.m. England time. Uh, we need to go now to Car Road. The club have something for you. And I didn't know about that. It was literally a surprise for me. And uh, when we, we arrived that, there, um, they could make a tour at the Car Road for me. They brings me on, on, the, on the beach. Uh, I was able to be in the bench of the, the, the reserves, the players that keep being in reserve. And uh, I, I was in, the, in, the, in the, all the stands. I was in the Dahlia seats. She didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw the, the, the dressing room of both teams uh, and the, the, the visitors was, was pink yet in that moment. <laughs> uh, we can't touch anything during my tour in the dress room because I think there is something superstitious about it. And uh, I really know uh, why uh, these things uh, happen in football. There is a lot of superstitions in football. Yeah. And I saw the, the, that little cabinet with the trophies of Norwich, uh, the, the flags. And it was a complete tour on the Carroll Road, out in the field and inside. Uh, and after that, we, we got in the dinner with the, the Global Canaries. I saw people from all parts of the world, Japanese Canaries, uh, American Canaries, and German Canaries also, and the list goes on and on. So there I gave some interviews for the club, and they make it to it with myself holding the, the Norwich flag. And uh, when the, that little conference started, I didn't know, but Delia was there. And when she saw me for, for the first time, she first words was, oh, this is the Brazilian guy. And she was hugging me, uh, hugging me after it. And she was really great with me. She, she was uh, like my, my, my grandmother. I, I, I was thinking, oh, please adopt me. Uh, <laughs> think <laughs> of the money was, as well. <laughs> yeah, but think of all the money. If we put this, good, but good money. She was, so she was so lovely with me. And, and I, I like that so much. And when I think it was uh, getting to the way, into the end of it, because I was thinking, oh, okay, we'll be the conference now. After it, we, I will go to the stadium, uh, 
distance and supporting the first time stop uh, go to the to the global canaries march and go back in the end for the second half but no when the conference was was uh, starting grant Holt shows up my favorite march player is grant Holt, and i didn't know they was they, they were preparing it and i know it was for me because before I travel, before everything, I was asking uh, during uh, my emails with Charlotte, Charlotte Foster uh, if there is any chance that I meet Holt if one day I go to Norwich. She never replied with that email. I think she was planning that for the moment. <laughs> and it was so well done because I just look back to Neil and my eyes just popping up. Oh my God, there's Grant Holt there. And, she, and he was amazing with me too. He was a top man. Grant, I, Grant Holt's a really nice guy. Yeah, he's amazing. I gave him my, uh, one of my coasters. I, I can show you one. Oh, very nice. They're good. I bring uh, some to to the conference. I didn't know how much people was there, so I, I was not able to give one for everyone. But in the next time, I will try to, to make it happen. But after this conference, uh, Holt and all people that was there uh, gave me a, a, the first gift of this travel. That was uh, away uh, kids, uh, the white one of last season. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. All signed for the our team, and of of course with the with Grant Holt signing it, uh, and I didn't know that, and only me uh, got this present, and I was so surprised. I was like a little kid just arriving in Disney. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> And they take pictures with me and hold sign my flag that that one is behind. And when everything uh, ended there, I was just walking around the stadium, just making the time pass to the game. And uh, I gave interviews to BBC Norfolk, uh, to Pinkham, Esther and David Perez also. And... We was, uh, we, 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 I mean, me and Neo, were, we are going to talk with Michael Bailey. Yeah. I, I don't yes. know why exactly we, we, <laughs> we are going to talk with him. I think we, I was chatting with him on Twitter and, she, and he asked, asked me to, to be there uh, in, the, in the press uh, uh, area of Norwich. And when I, when I arrived there, they, I think it was a, a little chat, and when we finished this conversation, Char Charlotte Foster came up and said, hey Lucas, uh, Sky Sport is there, they want to talk with you, it's okay for you? I was just thinking in my mind, oh my god, it's really happening. I never was so concentrated in my life to speak in English. Because <laughs> it's, uh, is so little that is so huge. I mean, the chance that I miss misspell something or say something wrong in 
in the national TV, I think. Sky Sports is national or international TV? Sky, Sky Sports is national, um, but they their live feed will go off elsewhere, branded as other stuff. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> so, you were seen around the world. Yeah, that blows my mind because I was thinking if I commit a little mistake there, the chance of me turning to a meme in a bad way <laughs> is so great. So when Charlotte say that, I, I do not think about it. I just say, yes, let's go do that because it's my chance to, say, to talk about Brazilian Canaries to, to our England, show uh, 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 my love for the club. And in that moment, I was thinking about uh, everyone in Brazil that help, helps me with the club, helping me with social media. Uh, the Brazilian Canaries that started just with me. Now we have uh, more than 20 people. So looks uh, a little, but it's really great if you think about Norwich not being a, a popular team in Brazil, that media, yeah. do not, media do not really care about Norwich here in Brazil. So uh, the, 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 the thing was when, when I, when I accepted that, I was just preparing myself for the interview, just calm myself down. I'm really a tranquil person, I'm a real calm person. And things start to, to move slowly, you know. Uh, after that, uh, Charlotte uh, brings me to the field. I was with, uh, with the ball, I forget the name that I think was Community Hero or something like that. I was the, the community hero of that game. I don't know if it's an every match thing or, or not. I, I really don't know how works the, the community hero. Uh, but I, I, I take the ball on the pillar for the referee takes and go to the field. And bef minutes before the game starts, I was in the field with the reporter who interviewed me for Sky Sports. And when I started to talk with him, I was just listening myself to, to, to speak. Car road was on mute for me. I, everything is in low motion and I just hearing myself. I was so concentrated. And I was so fortunate in that day because I do not have uh, how to explain, but the things that I say I was not planning to say. I just say what my heart says, say to me. Because when you talk about something that you love, you just let your heart speak, you know? So things that I told to the reporter in that interview make a repercussion on my Twitter, in my other social media, on my personal social media of people of Norwich and other places uh, giving me all credits for what I'm, what I, what I was doing, and I was just being myself, being a supporter, and I, I was, my mind was blowing because people saying you are an inspiration, uh, that was so motivational. Uh, one, one man, I will not uh, uh, um, share too much, but one, one person in, in a specific, uh, he was in Norwich. 
his dad was passing away some some years ago and he told me hey man what you say uh, what you said in that interview really really uh, cheer me up I was not going to stadium since my my dad my dad was dead so since my my dad uh, dead so listening to you watching you makes come back to car world makes me love football again to be there again reconnects him and and uh, I was I, I just read that when I got in home uh, and I was so uh, emotional because everything that happened, I still have more to say about this day. I just make a little, a little <laughs> side story here. Uh, but was everything I, I started to cry, to thinking how, how, how I can, how I'm doing that with people, you know? And someone say it, it's it's the you have a natural natural charisma, and uh, I don't know how how it's it's. It's happened, you know. You, you do not plan to, to things like that happening. And I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for people, for people in Norwich gave me so much opportunity and so much uh, space to, to me. So after this uh, interview, keep it going on this day on Car Road, I was to the Snake Beach. Yes. Support the club. And... Uh, so I, I was so angry the first half because uh, I, for me, the, the first goal of Sheffield Wednesday was by hand. And uh, the heifer, I don't know how he did not see that because it was so clear for everyone. But anyway, uh, when, when I was in the, in the Carroll Road whereabouts, I was with my flag and uh, with other other Norwich fans over there, around the world, some others from local, local uh, groups, fan groups. When I put my foot on the stage and on the field, I started to cry a lot and looking to the people and just, I just was holding my flag, crying, shouting, yes, yes, and saying thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, during all the march because I have 100% sure that it was not only me that makes me be there with Global Canaries. If the Norwich fans do not make a chance, uh, do not uh, make me have this chance to be part of this family, I will never uh, have able to, to be there in the Global Canaries. If Norwich fans never, uh, never listen to me, or never uh, stop to say, hey, Lucas, uh, this word that you say in English is wrong. The correct is this one. <laughs> so if nothing uh, has happened before, uh, to people helping me to learn English, to people who help me to learn about Norwich, if everything, if not, nothing happened before, I will not there. I will not be there. So the main thing about this Global Canaries uh, participation and now I'm official about for the club was Norwich fans, always. Since the beginning until now, Norwich fans was the, the key to make me be there. And I'm 
so grateful for everything. After after this global canary march, we come back for the second half. We got that screamer for, for from Vrancic. What a goal! Yeah, the free kick, wasn't it? Yes, man. I, I'm so I'm so uh, angry that he he was not in this in this game today against Man United. <laughs> I think. I think we could have a whole nother podcast about that oh. game today. <laughs> oh dear. Oh yeah. So when the game ends, Delia um, told to her her. Oh my God! I forgot the the word in, in English. Um, I think that there is a person. I think. Uh, there is a person called Tim or Tom Smith. I always make confused. confused. Oh, um, nephew. Her nephew, yes. who's one of the, the shareholders. Yes, exactly. Is Tom or Tim? I always make confused myself with the. I think it's Tom. It's I won't quote that, but I think it's Tom. <laughs> it's pretty close, Tim and Tom. Yeah. And we have a bunch of teams in our, in our football club. So, uh, Tom, Tom Smith uh, messaged me on Twitter, uh, on SMS, I mean, was message uh, on cell phone, to, to find him in a place in Carroll, one of the gates. And yes. he brings me uh, to, to the dinner with all the directors, Delia, Delia's mom was there. I've so heard Delia, about Delia's mum. She's uh she's often there and she's often getting quite rowdy. <laughs> that's so funny because the person she, she told me was oh Lucas uh, what is that thing that you that you eat during the Christmas? I oh I mean how can I say that? Because in Brazil we have a specific name for the, for the, now I'm forgetting the name, great, that little, you know that squirrel eats something like that, that little fruit. Oh, yeah. Um, I've forgotten what it's called now. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. Um, all all the listeners at home will just have to, just have to interpret what we mean but we've both forgotten the names of it now <laughs> let me see a little bit oh chestnuts chest yeah <laughs> she's saying where is from the brazilian chestnuts i was Oh my God, how I will explain that there is a state in Brazil called Para that produces that kind of nut. <laughs> so Delia, when she listened, her mom say that to me in the first words, not hi, not how are you. <laughs> what what like about the chestnuts? <laughs> yes, Delia was in the background facing falling. Oh my God, my mom. What and, a first impression. <laughs> and I, I was really fine with that. I love it. The, 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 the way she was talking with me. I was so, we're so direct. 
So it was great because it's really a, a break the ice, you know, you can speak with people more freely without uh, being more formal. So it was great. Uh, Delia was so angry about the heifering that day. She was saying bad words in the background. <laughs> and and some, some director of the chef that day, I think, was there too. And she goes, oh my God, Delia saying that and the man do that. So I, I drink for free there. I, I, I eat for, for, free, for free. Um was was a, a really dinner over there with people of the club. Uh, I talked with one of the investors of the club. That's the other thing that I can't explain how happened because in never in my mind I will imagine me talking with uh, a Norwich investor. How did you happen? Just somebody you know? with so, that power or just sitting there and, and just having yeah. a meal with Delia and, and yeah, having yeah. that whole experience. Yeah was so casual like oh i do that every day you know and when it it ends in that first part of the dinner who comes up daniel fark so i was looking to daniel fark oh what i you say to my manager because in brazil we like to say that the the, the manager of the club you say we say my manager like yeah you are part <laughs> But I was thinking, oh, how I, what, what I can ask to him? And I was thinking about the philosophy, the, the, the offensive football that Fark has, these little things that he and Sud Weber make for the club are great. Anyway, after it, I spoke with Fark. He signed that same flag over there. Um, and then my day in Norwich was finishing because it was like at 2 a.m. already uh, at night. Um, I experienced that, that little fog when it's so cold. I never <laughs> thought that I was just a kid doing... You've never, you've never had that? Never, never. Oh, that's normal here. <laughs> I was so impressed. Oh, my God. What is that? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that, that I'm impressed about. And after uh, this moment in the dinner, things finished up and I come back to my hotel room and I just try to realize what's happening this day because it was by far one of my best days in my life because everything that's happened just made me we feel so grateful for, for everything. One more thing before I wrap it up. Um, what is your, we, well, we do a little segment on the show, which is BAM! Goal of the Week. BAM! Goal of the Week! I don't know how much football you've watched this week, so I'm going to change it a little bit. What is your favourite Norwich City goal of all time? My favourite Norwich City goal of all time was oh that's hard to think about but i i have two of grand holes in my mind but i will choose one is the grand hold goal against everton kai kai camera scores the, the 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 first goal of this match and holds the heart-shaped uh, hands yes. <laughs> yeah. 
and Granto scored the second. This match was so, so intense, was so uh, immersive for me, because uh, immersive is a word, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, that people will know what you mean. <laughs> was immersive. Yeah. I mean. And it was one of the first times in Brazil that I was able to watch a full match on my TV in live of Norwich City. So for me as a Brazilian supporting this club, this match was uh, like uh, uh, the, the, the big deal, you know, it was that moment that I, I really think about myself supporting Norwich, like I can follow this club and support like uh, uh, the fans over there. I know I will not be in the stadium, but I can feel because now media here in TV are, are showing this. And that was the first match that I saw fully on TV, live, and the way that everything happened. And my favorite players scoring the, 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 that screamer, that winning goal. And in this, in this season, we stay at, uh, in the Premier League. Uh, so everything was so great. I, 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 I recorded that moment on my cell phone. Uh, the Brazilian commentator screaming like uh, like was a World Cup final there. So this goal means a lot to me. Bam! That was our goal of the week. Well, thank you very, very much, Lucas, for coming on the show today. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Um, I hope all your your family and yourself keep safe, obviously, during these tough times. Um, is there any social media or anything you'd like to plug? First thing, I want to say thank you so much. It was a pleasure being here. Uh, I always love to talk about Norwich and talk about Norwich with other Norwich fans. It's always better. I hope your family and you still keep keeping safe. And I hope this situation uh, ends uh, fast as possible. And my social media, you can find me as... Norwich City FCBR in our social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, my Twitter and my Facebook is uh, like a personal and uh, informative thing for the fans. I try to tweet in English and in Portuguese too sometimes. And my Instagram is uh, it's more artistic page. And I just post some mosaics of um, on montages editions of the players and the club and everything. And also I have uh, my podcast, the Brazilian Canary Podcast is the Canary Cast. And uh, you can find me in now uh, podcast players like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You'll be probably seeing uh, Norwich Canary and uh, Canary Cast and below of this Lucas Latorre. So uh, I think it will be find me easily like that. It's in Portuguese. Maybe you do not understand. <laughs> I will try to make it in English. Well, if if you do understand Portuguese, then uh, obviously go and check out Lucas's podcast. But um, yeah, you can also find um, the rest of the Penenka's content on www.thepenenka.co.uk and you can find our social medias at underscore the Penenka. Once again, thank you very much, Lucas. It has been a pleasure. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye.